Hello guys, this is Kolidui Uluwabumi Udemobong here again and your hosts on the Healthy Living with You, the podcast and welcome to another segment and another season, season two of the podcast. Now, one month ago, I went on a short break. We concluded with the season one of my podcast one month ago and um, I had to take a short break to like re-strategize, re-equip myself and um, yeah and bring in like speak with <laughs> invite a lot of speakers, guest speakers of course and like just to bring in value for my dear listeners and here we are on the first episode of the second season and we are bringing you a very juicy conversation around the vagina what is normal and what is not i repeat the vagina what is normal and what is not now the word vagina it's a taboo word like we were not taught to mention that as children and um, even while growing up even some adults most adults like they don't they don't call it they prefer to use different silly words in the place of the vagina and for crying out loud the vagina is the vagina it should be called out with pride for what is worth it is not a sin to call out the anatomical name of your genital as a female should you should be proud of it right so now we have a very important guest who will be taking us through this conversation and before i proceed with um introducing her to the platform i would also love to mention that this conversation isn't gender based you as a guy you can learn one or two stuffs from this conversation so please don't just brush it aside because you saw the the vagina as a topic and you and you feel well this is for guys uh, this is for the ladies and not for me please you also have one or two stuffs to learn from this now i will just go straight up to introduce our guest our guest is by the name Chidima Gochi Emesi. She is a registered nurse with the Nursing and Midwifery Council of Nigeria. She obtained her Bachelor of Nursing Science degree from the prestigious University of Nigeria in Suka. She is a fertility nurse, public health advocate, and founder Fertility Hope Africa, an online community poised to educate all and sundry on fertility, reproductive and sexual health. She also works with women struggling with infertility, couples having difficulty with conception or women going through menopause. She's very passionate about women's health and hence the host of the podcast show moment with nurse gochi she believes in women living their best lives and hence the steward of exceptional ladies hope 
a platform poised to raising a purpose-driven to raising purpose-driven women. Ugochi MSc is a graduate of Mogi, that's M-O-G-I, Global Leadership School and Dominion Leadership Institute, both in Nigeria. This and more has fostered her belief in self-development and deployment of her potentials for more and becoming all that God wants us to be. In other words, excellent and exceptional. Ugochi is unapologetically a Christian. She loves to write, read, and teach. So stay tuned with me as we continue with this conversation. Thank you for the your presence on the podcast. And um, I'm so glad to have you here as a guest on the Healthy Living With You, the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so on today's topic um, about the, in quotes, um, the, ah, what word will I use for this? This, like a taboo or a word that is not, um, you don't find people saying it so easily like they, they they prefer to use a different name when mentioning the word bijana yeah, yeah so we are discussing on this topic today yeah yeah so about a year ago there was an outreach when adverts for gynecologist dr jane gonta's book which um which is about which is titled the vagina bible so this book was actually moved by twitter because it was um, it was containing an inappropriate content now what what exactly is this content that um made it inappropriate made it inappropriate right it was actually the word that made it inappropriate so, <laughs> so funny, and at the same time, it's not funny because even social media is not the like is not alone in being uncomfortable with the word. Many of us were taught to use different silly words and euphemism, mm-hmm. such as some people call prefer to call the vagina sherry, some call mm-hmm. it J, and then you have some kind of some even go as far as calling it tomato, and I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yes, some kind of funny and silly word because everyone is trying to avoid calling that name. It is what it is. It is the vagina. There is no yeah. sin for heaven's sake. So, however, as we know, as we grow up, we seem to have much less issue with the word penis. And yeah, come to think about it, when we were little, it's like um, we, when we're little, like as children, your parents, like in the African setting, and even more so, it's not only 
just for Africans only. I, when I was going through my research, I found out that even this act is done in some Western countries that as children, they don't, parents don't teach children to call the vagina, the girls to call their vagina, vagina, and the guys to call their penis, penis. So they like, they don't teach them how to do that. And then when they grow up, people like male child, as they grow up, like they get comfortable with pronouncing um, the word penis. And, but it's not always like that for the female child, right? So why are we so uncomfortable with the anatomical names for female sex organ is what I am yet to understand. And I guess I will never find a logical answer to that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean that the word vagina is often used when the person means to say vulva. And yeah, come to think of it, like mm -hmm. people don't even know what vagina is. Like they, 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 they use the word vulva in the place of vagina and they use yeah. the word vagina in the place of vulva. Like they can't differentiate between the two. What, yeah, between the two, right? So this yeah. is when the first question will come into play. <laughs> now in the layman's words, can you give a mental description of the vagina and differentiating it from the vulva? Okay. I know it's going to be difficult for you to do this without without the pictorial. Um, yeah. Like, so that's why I said that mental description. Okay, I'll try uh, the best I can to describe it, even though there won't, even though I'm not using pictures, uh, it's just audio, okay? So, first of all, we all know that the vagina is um, a female reproductive tract, is the organ of the female reproductive tract. The vagina is, the vagina is like a muscular tube, a is a kind is a, is a tube or a canal, a muscular tubes that extends from the vulva into to the cervix or what we call the neck of the womb or what we call cervix. Okay, the difference between the vagina and the vulva is that the vulva is that entrance that we are seeing. You know when when you take off your pants, that place you're seeing with your eyes is the vulva. <laughs> the, the labia, the clitoris is there. The clitoris is the, that small penal, that thing that looks like penis, but it's small. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the clitoris. Okay, so that place that we can see with our eyes is the vulva. Why the vagina is inside is the tube that is now connecting to the inside, to the womb. I think that's the, that's the I'm trying to use the a, a very um, simple language here so that mm -hmm. everyone understand. Yeah. Okay, so 
it connects the womb to it is now that the one that is connecting inside to the womb and all that so i think that's the mental picture of what the vagina is yes and you gave it <laughs> you gave it a real mental description so moving on to the next um, question um, it is said that various factors can affect the health of the vagina. What are these factors and how can they affect the vaginal health? Okay, the factors that can affect vaginal health, the number one factor that everyone should know about is sex. Okay. Unprotected sex can result to sexually transmitted infection. And I'm sure everyone is conversant with what ST and STIs and STDs are. So sex is one thing that will affect the vagina, unprotected sex. And also the, um, another part of the sex thing that can affect the vagina is rape. When there is forceful sex, because it can result to trauma and vaginal tears. That's number one. Yeah, that's number one that can affect, uh, one factor that can affect vaginal health. The second factor is certain health conditions. Certain health conditions and certain treatments can affect the vaginal health. For instance, um, Conditions like conditions like endometriosis. Endometriosis can affect vaginal health in the sense that the woman, in the sense that there is there, there is the woman experiences um, severe bleeding whenever she is menstruating, and she experiences a lot of vaginal dryness and all of that. And also the use of antibiotics. A lot of us, especially in Africa and in Nigeria, I don't know about every other part of the world, but I'm talking about from where I, um, I come from. We, uh, we know that a lot of people abuse antibiotics because it's one of the drugs that they can easily get over the counter. So whenever the, they feel a little thing, they they go and take antibiotics. So they wouldn't know that the use of antibiotics can increase their risk of vaginal infections, just like, for instance, yeast infection. Yeah. So, that, um, so certain health conditions and treatments can affect vaginal health. Another thing that can affect vaginal health is Feminine products, feminine hygiene products. I I I came across um, adverts, adverts of someone selling um what 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 did she even call it? Vaginal spray, blah blah blah, something that will tighten the vagina. Exactly. <laughs> and oh, and and all of that, and I was um, like, and, oh my god! And sorry to cut and you people, here. Funnily enough, okay. most products get they are like hot, hot products in the market. Hot like they sell so well, 
and mm-hmm. the, and people are kind of ignorant because they don't know that these products are not good for them. Like they don't know. They don't know. So they just get it out of ignorant and the fact that they want the few oh yes i want my vagina tightened and all of that and i just i would leave the ground to you to continue they they don't know that it's they are giving they are giving room for for cancer in the future exactly that's what that's one thing that they don't know. They are exposing themselves to cancerous uh, agents. Yeah, like so, they don't know what is what this said um, cream or whatever is composed of. What, what um, is it? What agents? Will I use the word agent or chemicals yeah. have been gathered together to Put like together. Make, yeah uh-huh. to make the cream? Yeah. So they just use it because they feel uh, it doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense because you feel you want to use it to hold a man that that it doesn't hold any man if he wants to go he will still go definitely <laughs> of course so so those products those um, feminine hygiene products um, another thing that. Another thing is um, this um, Dao Qing. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that women engage in. They feel like, okay, especially when, especially after delivery, they feel like, okay, all the steam, vagina steaming. Yes. All the, that probably all the, it will help flush their system and the rest of it. They wouldn't know that they are killing the normal flora. Yes. They are killing the normal flora that, that, that is helping helping the vagina stay healthy. So that all those practices has to stop. All those practices has to be eliminated in order to keep a healthy vagina. Thank you. Or have a healthy vagina. So another point is pregnancy and childbirth. Mm-hmm. There was one funny thing that happened one day in in my facility. A woman came in and said she doesn't want to have vaginal delivery, and she doesn't have any problem. All she was asked, she said she doesn't want doesn't want it is going to make her vagina expand. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Everybody just busted out laughing. And the truth is the anyway, she's correct because yeah. because vagina re vagina delivery would um expand. Relatively expand, yeah. It will decrease and it will also decrease the muzzle tone in the vagina. And another in some cases where an episiotomy is also given to it would increase the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. so. Another, but over another, but over time, um, the I, I have come to understand that with time, it doesn't the vagina doesn't stay expanded after childbirth. Yeah, it like doesn't. it goes. It doesn't. 
Yeah. Yeah. And again, there are exercises and other pelvic exercises and all yeah. of that that also helps to like build up the muscles of the vagina and tones it up. So I, I don't know why people are scared or will I say that mentality or mindset is I just I just believe I just feel that okay that they don't maybe they are they don't know about the exercise or they are lazy to do the exercise. I, <laughs> but I think I, think I, I, I would I, choose to they, they don't know about yeah. it. I'll go with the ignorance part because I know a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. All right. So continue. So, I'm so enjoying this topic. <laughs> okay so um another thing that can affect the vaginal health okay i i think i i talked about rape before yeah Yeah, i talked about rape before and when a woman has been raped before and she's still going through that psychological issue and and such such persons usually have low level of arousal mm-hmm. and most times it can result to difficulty and pain during sex and and they and they often experience vaginal dryness because okay they are they are still they're still going through the psychological issues of the their past sexual abuse so yeah, so it, in a way, is affecting their vaginal health. And the last one I'm going to mention is hormonal levels. The um, the changes in the hormonal levels affect vagina. For instance, for example, estrogen production declines after menopause. Yeah. So, so whether you're trying to use whether the woman is trying to use vaginal cream in order for it to be tight or this one and that once it's menopause <laughs> once menopause hits and there is this loss of estrogen hormone it causes the vaginal lining to thin and and what we call vaginal atrophy it makes it to thin and one one thing it causes is that it makes sex painful. Yeah. So that's uh I think this um these are what affects vaginal health. All right. So a common um a number of common problems or conditions are associated with the vagina. What are these problems and how are they associated with the vagina? Can you just give us a rundown of these problems? Okay, um, the problems associated with the vagina, the conditions that might affect the vagina, they are sexual problems. Just like I mentioned about, just like I mentioned, about the woman um, es- um, expressing trauma from her past sexual abuse. So it can cause, she can be experiencing sexual problems like pain, 
So pain during or after, pain during during or after sex, or pain during penetration. So these are sexual problems. So other other uh, other problems are vaginal dryness that usually occur after menopause, which can also cause pain during intercourse. So that's number one. Um, number two condition that can affect the vaginal, the vagina is sexually transmitted infections. The sexually transmitted infections like the chlamydia, the gonorrhea, the genital warts, the syphilis, and they can result to vaginal abnormal vaginal discharge, genital sores, and the rest of it. We also have the vaginitis. Vaginitis is inflammation of the vagina. And it's usually caused due to a change in the balance of vaginal yeast. And the symptoms will include vaginal discharge, odor, eating, and pain. And then this um, this part we talked about, um, about the um, vaginal muzzle, about the vaginal muzzle, yeah. So about the vaginal muzzle being weak. So sometimes this, um, the ligaments, the connecting tissues, they just, they just um, protrude out. They might slip down. Okay, one of the things that causes, um, apart from the vaginal delivery, one of them is VVF, vesicle vaginal fistula. That um, is a situation where the woman keeps leaking urine. And so it can, in that condition causes vaginal prolapse. Apart from that, there are other women even though they don't really have BVF, but they have, they usually experience urine leakage whenever they cough or sneeze. Uh, I've seen someone that complained about that after delivery. She said that anytime she, she's coughing or sneezing, she notices that she's looking, she leaks urine. Apart from apart from her coughing or sneezing, it doesn't happen. So, so she was advised to do some exercises. I think that's where a lot of people don't know. They don't know about the exercise, yeah, it, like the Kegel exercise and rest of it. Another conditions which are rare that can affect the vagina are is the is, is cancer, vaginal cysts, cancer, and usually appear as vaginal bleeding, but they are, like I said, they are rare, but it also occurs. So I think these are the conditions that can affect the vagina. All right. I also, you kind of um, into, um, <laughs> combined this question and the next question I'm going to ask together, like the answers for Everything both together. questions, you combined <laughs> it together. So I would just um, ask that you give a rundown of the signs and symptoms of vaginal problems. Just, you don't have to go in depth into, 
into the answer. You just um, give a summarized version of it. Okay, summarized version of it. Okay. Um, the signs and symptoms of vaginal problems is that you must consult your doctor. You must see a doctor, you must consult your doctor if you notice a change in color, odor, or amount of vaginal discharge. If you notice vaginal red, redness or itching, if you notice vaginal bleeding between periods, after sex or after sex or during sex, if you notice that you, you have pain during intercourse, and also if you notice that you have a mass or a bulge in your vagina, you must see a doctor. These are signs and conditions, signs and symptoms that Okay. That shows that you have and vaginal problems. Not finally, but finally with the questions, right? <laughs> what measures should be taken to keep the vagina healthy? Yeah. This is this is really important, and I'm sure this is the uh, last part that listeners would want to of like course. get a vibe of. Okay, you've said all the problems and everything, so please tell us the measures that should be taken to keep the vagina healthy. Number one measure is be sexually responsible. <laughs> that one is, is very, very, very important. Every, every woman should be sexually responsible. So make sure that you use condoms or you maintain a monogamous relationship with a partner who is free from sexually transmitted infections. So that's number one. Number two is get vaccinated. I don't know. I, I don't know if a lot of people know about it, about the HPV, yeah, the HPV. Yeah. And I'm also hepatitis I'm, I'm, B. I'm considering having a guest who would speak majorly on HPV, the vaccination and all of that, like subsequently. Yes. Okay. Okay. So every, every woman, every woman should, should go for HPV vaccine. She gets, gets it done. And also hepatitis B is also important. And make sure you get vaccinated. The third thing is do Kegel exercises. Uh, we, we, we know that a lot of people are ignorant, don't know about these exercises, but Kegel exercise will help tone your pelvic, pelvic floor muscles if you have prolapse or if you're leaking urine or you feel that your vaginal wall is, uh, mm -hmm. is weak. You want it to get tighter. Mm. Do exercises. Don't don't go and patronize yeah, those tightening cream or tightening soup. Find them on YouTube. Yeah, so many videos of them on YouTube. Just find them and of do course. what works for you. Yeah. 
So no, the last thing is know your medications. Okay, so because some medications can have possible vaginal side effects. For instance, if you're on any form of hormonal therapy or, or you're on antibiotics, don't go abusing antibiotics. And if you're on any hormonal therapy, discuss with your doctor if you are experiencing any form of vaginal side effects of the drug. And also limit the amount of alcohol you drink and don't smoke. Okay, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like even someone lose that regulation to follow for like. But it is good. Something is just to have a total well-being. Exactly, it's good. So the, the reason why we say that you should limit the amount of alcohol you drink and don't smoke is because these substances can impair sexual function and inhibit sexual arousal. So if your sexual, uh, if you, if something like nicotine in smoke, in cigarettes and all that, they inhibit sexual arousal. So if that happens, of course, you know you're going to be having problems. Um, it's going to affect your vaginal health. So, I'm not the last, last, last <laughs> is that you should have regular checkups. You should consult your doctor if you if you think you are having any problems. Don't let embarrassments prevent you from talking to your doctor about any concerns that yeah, you might that have is, about your vaginal health. Because people kind of shy away from speaking up about um, issues with your vagina. Yeah. So just consult your doctor. You said it all, and I am so happy we're able to make this conversation. <laughs> so um, before I let you off, you are the host yeah. of the... Moments with Ugochi, Nosugochi podcast. So please tell us in 60 seconds, tell us what your podcast yeah. is all about. Yeah. Okay. Moments with Nosugochi is a podcast that is focused on women's health, fertility, and exceptional living. So on my podcast show, you get to learn a lot on women's health fertility yeah, I'm referring my and so you will enjoy my show go <laughs> listen to your show because i actually listened to a few of your episodes and they were awesome okay. you're welcome so um <laughs> thank you before thank i let you off I would love my listeners to know how they are able to contact you. So what, what social platforms are you basically active on? Where can they reach out to you? Where or how can they reach out to you? And on what platforms are, is your podcast active on? So just say a few words on that. Okay, first of all, my podcast is active on Anchor, is active on Anchor FM, 
and you can you can reach it directly on bit.ly forward slash moments with nos ugochi so one, once you click on bit.ly forward slash moments with nos ugochi you'd you'll get my podcast i am more active on facebook i'm more active on facebook as ugochi emisi ugochi emisi e-m-e-s-i-h so that's where i'm more active on although you can still reach me on instagram using um at the fertilinos on twitter at the fertilinos so so we're more active on facebook but you can still reach me on other platforms that i mentioned and the last not the least i am the should i say convener or of fertility hub africa fertility hub africa is a community on facebook so i'm the founder of fertility hub africa you can Check it out okay, on yes, Facebook. I'll be sure to join, drop the links or the description <laughs> to all your social platforms and your podcast on the description box attached to this episode so that my listeners can avail themselves to listen to your podcast you. and to reach out to you whenever necessary. So this is me saying... Thank you once okay. again for the opportunity to have you as my guest on the podcast. And it's been a very <laughs> wonderful moment with you. And the conversation has been intriguing, <laughs> interesting, and insightful. Yeah. Thank you so much. So do you have a great weekend Thank you. and a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hope you were able to grab one or two new knowledge from our conversation thus far. And um, is there any question you have or any comment, suggestion, or whatever you need to reach out to me for? please feel free to do so via my gmail and also feel free to send the voice notes to me and i will respond at my earliest convenience right so don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you are listening from and don't forget to also drop a nice review a very sweet review right (laughs) thank you so thank you guys for listening um feel free to share like whatsoever platform you're listening from share with friends share with family share with your network share with everyone who can get value or new knowledge from this particular episode everyone needs to listen to it because you would get something new from this episode and it's this topic is a very important topic for everybody so yeah feel free to share to every one of your friends loved ones network community and so on and so forth 
And thank you guys for listening. Until I come your way next week, please stay healthy and stay safe. Once again, I'm your host, Kaledoe Oluwabumi, and see you next week. Bye.